0: to be yourself. And I, I learned that being myself allowed me to impact more people.
1: Uh, you know, I try to find different ways to open up that conversation with people just to, you know, like, like Bobby said, not force it on them, but introduce them to them.
2: Hey, you're listening to the Power of one podcast. We want our faith to matter full time, whatever we're doing, but especially at work. Here's today's podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Mike Henry with Follower One. And today I have two guests. This is a new thing for me. I have Shaquille Polachek and I have Bobby Jackson. Both of these men are from the military. Bobby's in the United States Marines and Shaquille is in the in the Navy, right? Na- mm-hmm. Shaquille? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Shaquille, tell introduce yourself to everyone first and then we'll get Bobby.
1: All right, all right. So yeah, hello everyone. I am Shaquille Palachek. Like you said, 25 years old. I'm a husband. I have four kiddos. Uh, one more actually on the way, so it'll be five soon. Um, I am in the Navy. Yeah, uh, coming up on seven years. Um, I run a podcast as well, The Guys' Greatness Show. Um, I'm a life coach and uh, also, uh, yes, yeah, that's an entrepreneurial side, and I have uh, one other business that we, me and my wife, actually just started, which is an um, online shop, e-commerce shop. Uh, org. so um, yeah I got a lot going on but uh, I definitely love the Lord all day I just want to reach people um, you know help people encourage people and strengthen them in any way I can add value to their life and uh, as that's that's me in a nutshell right there so <laughs>
2: well thanks and Bobby introduce yourself
0: uh, that's absolutely amazing. Thank you all again for having me. My name is Bobby Jackson, and I am a United States Marine, 28 years of age. Been in the Marine Corps, going on a decade now. It has been an amazing uh time to serve. You know, an amazing time to serve. Came in during the uh, global war on co- or global war on terrorism. So it was a lot of things that were going on during that time that I enlisted back in 2011, and ever since then it has been a tremendous ride. You know, as far as an entrepreneur, I deal with. Coaching and consulting in the realm of leadership, management, planning, and overall motivation. The things that I have been studying over the past uh, 10 years. And then I also study college. I'm a college student in the field of applied entrepreneurship. And then I'll continue to study for economics. So, as far as that is concerned, it is an amazing uh, pleasure. My faith has definitely been something that has kept me going one day at a time. You know, it is uh, something that I was raised in, it is something that has has definitely taught me a lot about myself. And when I'm able to share those things with other individuals, when I'm able to share how my faith has gotten me through some very tough times, I I feel that this weight that is lifted, you know, and I also love to see a weight lifted off of other human beings, you know, that are going through tough things. So to share our faiths and to come with uh, like-minded individuals that are all going and fighting the good fight of faith is an amazing opportunity. So I'm looking forward to this conversation.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm grateful for you guys taking part in this, so. Thank you very much. So, tell us each of you take a take a turn. Tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord.
1: All right, wanna go first? I right, go first. I'm fucked. All right. <laughs> uh, so, one, I, I grew up in it. Um, you know, from I I was a Christian from as far as I can remember. Um, my grandmother was a pastor, and you know, my mom kept me in church. Dad kept me in church. So, um, but I think uh, where it really got real and got serious for me was once I grew up and got out on my own. Um, You know, I had a foundation from growing up in it, but I really grew in the Lord from my personal self. Um, You know, my faith grew and I started understanding what a relationship meant um, with God, you know, more so as I got on my own, um, understanding who I am, you know, from a confidence thing. One thing I tell a lot of people, like, the moment I realized that the only person I had to please in life was God, you know, that, that broke a lot of change for me right there. And uh, it just really kind of hooked me for like that, you know, you get that, that euphoria moment when God shows up in your life or does something in your life. It was just kind of like a chase after that. And I just wanted to learn more and grow more. Um, There was actually a church in Virginia that I went to that uh, the pastor there was awesome. He really uh, opened up my eyes to a lot and showed me a lot of things in the word and made a lot of connections for me that allowed me to, you know, grow spiritually um, and in Christ uh, and, and leaps and bounds and um you know going from there I just kind of kept it going uh then once I started the podcast I started getting into the word more and more for myself and and you know it just kept going from there so
2: yeah <laughs> very cool what about you Bobby
0: so for me it has definitely been a roller coaster and I am sure that uh this roller coaster of mine is is specific for the people that I am intended to reach. So I have, uh, in, in my interpretation, I have that Paul-like experience. The Paul-like experience, meaning he was out there and he was, you know, crucifying the Christians and doing all of this other stuff. And then he came to see the light in the end at the road, you know, and then he got with the right people and his, his whole perspective started to change. So for me, I was raised up in the church I was raised Christian and all these different things but then I went through a a phase because I am a very analytical individual I think a lot and I'm very philosophical and during this process I went through a stage of atheism I went through a stage of agnostics and I went through all of these different stages of where I left my faith to an extent and I was trying to figure things out and during this phase you know it's almost like a kid that gets their first apartment. They really think they're doing it. They really think they're all on their own. <laughs> that little do they know is mom is paying the bills. Our dad is, you know, paying the rent and all of these different things. And that's kind of an experience that I had. So uh, when I joined the military, you know, you're away from home, you're away from your morals, your values, and you're really out there on your own. And while I was out there, I'm trying to figure this thing out. And I'm doing all these different things. I realized that, you know, okay, I got it. And then I fall flat on my face. So once I fall on my face, all of those things that came back to me, all the training and all of the prayers and all of the different insights that I got from my grandmothers, my mother, my father, and all of those different things, our father figures, if you will, it all came back. And uh, when it came back, it made me a very inter- interesting individual to talk to because I could speak to individuals that were Buddhist, atheist, agnostic, you know, whatever they were, it was kind of like all things to all men kind of deal. Cause I had been in so many different realms.
2: Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And I love what you say too, about how part of this is our story, right? We've got to share mm-hmm. our our story. How did yeah. you guys meet?
1: Uh, man. So yeah, I say Facebook, but, uh, I don't remember if he added me or I added him or, what? I think I might have added him because I, I was going, I go through, faith, especially when I started up the podcast, I wanted to connect with more people. um I, I started like adding people that I just, they looked like they were doing something positive. You know, I would kind of see like them in a rec, recommended friend and I'm like, this guy looks like he's doing something positive. Or, you know, this person. So I click on him and add them. And then uh, once I started seeing all the videos, you know, I'm sure he'll talk about, but he does these awesome videos on Facebook and stuff and just kind of got a, a glimpse of his message. I was like, all right, I got to have him on the show, you know, <laughs> and uh, we ended up doing the episode and uh, that was great. And we just, you know, we stayed linked up after that and uh, supporting each other along the way. So he's been an awesome guy, awesome friend, always dropping something supportive in my inbox out the blue. So that, that's 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 the guy, Bobby, right there, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, very cool. So Bobby's in a varying environment. He's in where he's having to move around a little <laughs> bit. But yes. we're squeezing this podcast in. We're going to make it work anyway. So um, one other question I wanted to ask you. So talk about a little bit about your uh, entrepreneurial efforts and how those relate to your faith and what you're trying to do. So each one of you, uh, Shaquille, you want to go first and let Bobby catch up with us when he gets landed here? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So I started uh, as far as right, I started a podcast um, called Change Growth Motivation Podcast because, you know, going up and just knowing people and every time I'm around people, that's something I've always done as far as, um, you know, supporting people and encouraging them and trying to, you know, help them in whatever way I can to to walk in confidence and, um you know, to chase their goals, things like that. So uh, once I heard about podcasts and found out a way that I could do it, I was like, oh, wow, let me, let me do a podcast, you know? So anyhow, I did this Change Growth Motivation podcast for about two months or so. Um, and during that period, uh, I seen other people doing Christian podcasts. And I was like, hmm, that's pretty cool. And I started having the the urge in my spirit of, you know, this would be something that I'm doing for God. And um, I was trying to find a way to maybe just start talking about God more in it um, or just a way to incorporate it. And I was talking to my wife and she was like, Yo, yeah, you need to just do it. You need to just do it. And I, I was like, you know, yeah, I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pray about it, see how God's going to, you know, lead me and uh, show me how to do it. And that kind of became a procrastination technique, yeah. not intentionally, I guess. But um, some of the things, you know, I was worried about was like, oh, I'm just getting traction. What if I start losing listeners? Or, you know, things like that. And, uh, you know, I got to thinking like that's that's foolish. First off, if I lose listeners because they don't want to hear me talk about the word of God, then I that's OK. Right. So yeah. um, it came to a point where. uh. My wife was, she was talking about um, something with her family about a verse. I forget exactly what that verse was, but then she came to me and we started talking about it. And then um, that same day we ended up going on a ride somewhere for like an hour and we was playing some gospel music. Um, and I was like really getting into it. You know, I love music. So I'm really getting into it. And then like praising them in the car all the driving, I was just feeling in my spirit. God was saying like, you need to do this right now. Like quit mm-hmm. messing around, you know. And uh, that's when I was just like, yes, God. And I literally that night scraped everything from scratch and switched it over from Change Growth Motivation to the God's Greatness podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And and it was, yeah, it's really been awesome. Like preparing for a message is really like caused me to get into the word yes. and learn something and grow myself. And then once I find something that God's led me to, and it's like really like, wow, revelation for me. I'm like, I got to share this with my listeners, you know, and I go and, and make an episode about it. So um, doing that back to back and holding myself accountable to that has kept me accountable to staying in the word and uh, staying focused on God, which really caused the transformation in me and stressed me a lot um, as far as, you know like the diff, listening to different music, you know, not not listening mm-hmm. to secular music as much or at all. um, And just, just the things I focus on throughout the day is really I try to keep myself focused on God in every way I can. And anything that's kind of pulling me away from it, it's like it's identified immediately where before it may not have been. It's because, you know, as soon as it's like pulling my mindset away, it's like, oh, wait, 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 nope. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go, right? You got to break that yeah. away, break away yeah. from that and stay focused it on God. brings us back. So definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, that's, that's been a – it's been great. I've been having fun, so I have no plans of stopping the podcast very anytime cool. soon. So, <laughs>
2: very cool. Now, Bobby, what what? Tell me a little bit about what you do.
0: Wow. So, um, it, it's definitely been an interesting road as far as entrepreneurship is concerned. Because I first started out in music. Uh, music was my uh, was my kind of deal. I had a gift for uh, rapping and poetry and different singing and the playing of certain instruments but uh i never really got fully into the instrumentation aspect of it but all of those things kind of added to my my musician being if you will you know i'm Mm -hmm. not too sure what i would call that but uh in that phase of my life i was trying so many different things but uh what i didn't know or what i didn't understand was that i wanted to reach people and i wanted to enlighten them that they might think of things a different way Mm -hmm. and uh all of I only had the tools that I was used to, and the tools that I was used to was was rap music and different uh types of secular musics and things of that nature. So I took those tools that were nearest to me, and I tried to start implementing them. But uh, as I would grow in my you know spiritual walk, and as I became more you know in tune with my my spirit, then I would realize that these tools that I was using just was not getting the job done. They I, I was not being fulfilled, or I was not you know, really coming across meeting the right people, if you will, because it's like um, some people, there's a saying in, in music when we're uh, doing conscious rap, if you will. So it's kind of like there is a derogatory rap and then there's these this rap that is trying to be positive. It's attempting to be positive. And basically they say you have to play the game before you can change it. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I just realized I didn't want to play the game. You know, yeah. I realized I didn't wanna sell parts of myself or to compromise on certain beliefs in order to make a minuscule change. I'd rather go a hundred percent in that thing that I want to do. Yeah. So once I came to that realization, I, I let rap go. I I let, because at first it was like, you know let me rap about positive things. And then it was like, let me stop cursing. And then it was like, what, what can I do this, that and the third. And then I got to a place where it was I need to give it up because it's not getting me where I'm trying to go. And um, once, I, once I had that realization and I let that go, and I tell you guys, it was like crying teeth because it was a gift. <laughs> You know, when the, when the Lord gives us certain gifts, we don't always know how to use those gifts, so, but the way we employ them in our infancy, you know, in our youth might not be the way they're intended to be employed in our maturity. So yeah. I was employing all of these gifts and I was using all of these things. And then when I was, you know, it was like, give it up. I don't want you to use it this way. I don't want you to have it. I'm in my mind. You know, it's like a child. You say, mm-hmm. give me that toy. The, the parent knows they're going to give it back to you in two hours. But the child is like, I'm not going to get it. I get it. <laughs> so yeah. I went through that phase. And uh, that phase was very interesting for me, but it brought me to where I am today, which is a business. Um, And I got here because I had an LLC. I had a record label that I opened up in California. I was paying franchise taxes. I was doing all of these different business oriented things in a very ignorant way. And as I was learning along the way, and as I was failing along the way, and as I was learning expensive lessons along the way, I I started taking up you know different college courses. I ended up getting my associate's degree, and then getting into a uh, university bachelor's. Thank you, bachelor's program with um with Grand Canyon Christian uh Christian College for uh, applied entrepreneurship, so that uh so that I could help other entrepreneurs, you know, my uh-huh. goal, and my dreams and aspirations is, yes, music is a side of me, but it was a side of me that allows me to connect with mm-hmm. a side of me that allows me to connect with people in a very interesting way. Because when you're doing music, it teaches you how to feel what other people feel it teaches you how to see what other people see so all of those different things that i was learning and different things that was being taught to me i'm not using it on a stage i'm actually using it behind closed doors in an office understanding people and then taking all of those tools so all of those things combined had i had no idea if you would have asked me 10 years ago if i was going to be a coaching consultant dealing with business entrepreneurships and startups I would have said you got the wrong guy. My studio session starts at 6.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm the same way, right? Four of <laughs> one's just a couple of year old idea and I'm an old guy. <laughs> and, uh, God just brought me through so many things that this became part of the logical progression of those things. But yeah. it was never it would have I would have never guessed anything like this. So mm-hmm. I understand exactly what you're talking about. What's the name of your business now?
0: So now we're running under Pin Struck LLC. So we uh, pin just meaning write things down, and struck represents lightning. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, purpose, plan, process. It's kind of like the the three Ps. Whatever you're destined to do is your purpose. Your plan is how you're going to get there, and then the process is the calculated mm-hmm. execution. So that's kind of where we lay when you have have an idea you have a plan you want to turn that idea into monetary value hey call us give us a shout
2: (laughs) well and we will have links i always point down we'll have links in the show notes to both of these men's locations their websites and ways to connect with them because our goal is to connect one another we're all believers in the workplace Mm -hmm. we can encourage one another and our even our awareness of one another makes us a little more Uh, visible in the world so that people see Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not so much Mm -hmm. that they see us, but they see Christ. Uh, Now, tell me a little bit, one other question I wanted to ask you guys, specifically, part of the reason why I asked you both be on this podcast together, what's it like trying to live your faith in the military?
1: Mm. Well, Bob, you want to (laughs) start?
0: Yeah, so... For me, it has been very, very interesting because the Marine Corps is very, it's a culture, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a culture that a lot of individuals would not understand. Like we say things like everybody wants to go to heaven, but people are afraid to die. Pain is weakness, leaving the body. We say things like that. <laughs> if those are the things we have on commercials, then you can also yeah. look when you're actually in it. So I say that much to say. Um, and in the workplace, it's, it's very free in the Marine Corps. It allows you to be yourself, but it is also very macho. And when when you live a Christian lifestyle, at least the way I live my life, I believe in servant leadership. I believe in being kind and gracious and humble, and these are characteristics that can oftentimes be uh, misinterpreted for weak or yeah. or like soft or a beta male if you are in a organization like my mm-hmm. own. So one of the things that I had to uh, that I had to learn that didn't really happen for me until I got the right amount of rank to get it done, was uh basically you gotta be yourself. And yeah. I, I learned that being myself allowed me to impact more people than I could when I was trying to be what the Marine Corps, what I thought the Marine Corps wanted me to be. Yeah. So um, one of the toughest experiences for me was just really, was really being able to say this is who I am and this is why I am this way, you know. Mm-hmm. Because in my mom's home, I was a Christian because she told me to, you know. Mm-hmm. In my grandmother's home, I was a Christian because grandma's going to church Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Saturday, they're all going Thursday. <laughs> so, so when I was on my own, figuring out why I believe, why mm-hmm. did, why is Jesus Christ Lord and Savior over my life? What does that even mean to me? What do I need saving from? All of those different questions had to be answered. And they had to be answered in a way that I could put my whole being behind and live that out. So I believe that uh, one of the greatest benefits was um, being in a culture like that. But once I found myself and once I realized that nothing would shake this foundation, then I was able to connect to so many people. I mean, so many people because there's a lot of people like me. And when I got to the rank that of staff sergeant, you, you're you're almost like a, a, a father figure. Yeah, and you yeah. have all these other Marines under you, and they're looking for guidance. And a lot of them, quote unquote, lose their religion or abandon their faith uh, once they join because they're in a completely different environment. So the yeah. ability to lead and guide and, and to learn how not to force your beliefs on someone else, but to invite someone in, to watch someone really grow into what you believe or what they believe. And it's it it was just a very interesting, you know, interesting dynamic. But um, it has been a phenomenal uh, experience being able to share my testimony with other men and women. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most rewarding things is to realize how everybody's looking for the same thing. And Jesus Christ has answered those questions, you know, and those Mm, so many people are looking for. It's like if you get the right understanding, in my opinion, you know, the the right concept of because everybody will process it a little bit differently, but everybody is looking for a a certain security, a certain peace, a certain happiness, this certain way of living that will that will advance the world. Like I haven't met too many malicious people, and I feel like uh, when when you find out how to get your faith to relate to you well, then it, it just does tremendous things. So yeah. that's. What <laughs>
2: I agree. I think it's great that you share that for the followers of one who are listening. We talk about knowing what you believe and then speaking for yourself. That's exactly what Bobby's talking about. You have to be able to understand for yourself and then be able to communicate that. Well, mm-hmm. how about you? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the, the biggest thing I was talking about, I wrote a couple of notes down. So if you let me see me looking off to the side as why. but, uh, uh, the biggest thing that I noticed that's a difference is me growing up back home. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it. about from Flint, originally Flint, Michigan, um, growing up er, er, almost everybody was Christian and you'll find onesie twosies who, you know, I don't believe in God or I'm some other religion, you yeah. know, um, when you get in the military, it's like you become the minority, <laughs> at least from my experience, uh, almost everyone either doesn't believe in God or is some other random religion. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm like the one onesie twosie, you know, Christian yeah. in the room or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever environment I'm at. Um, and, uh, the thing that came along with that really was, uh, you know, being a minority, right? So the one thing that bothers me about it is when I'm like, I was kind of just talking about focus, right. in your, your righteous mind, basically staying in a certain mindset, focused on God, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, reminding myself in little ways to make sure I'm living, you know, according to the way he wants mm-hmm. You walk into a room full of people who don't care about that and don't, you know, there's nothing to them. Basically, uh, you could start to lose focus sometimes. Yes. Um, So that that's been a challenge for me, especially if it's like you know, just little things like, um, you know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this prayer at lunch or something. I'm gonna pray, you know, before I get in, and then I get in there and it's like, well, I forgot all about what I said I was gonna do, you know, because I'm focused on so many other things where I'm being important. So many. It's kind of like they say, you are who you hang around. I mean, I, I'm I'm a Christian, no doubt, but uh, just you know, distractions of the world. Um, I have to work extra hard when I'm around a certain group to stay focused on God, right? Um, and and other things are uh, are like man, a short story here. When we had a you know we had a guy come in on a truck to deliver some stuff, and uh, he was a Christian guy. He started uh, passing out coins, Christian coins to everyone. And I'm like, oh wow, cool. You know, that opened up a door. I started talking to him a little bit. You know, it's good, great conversation. And uh, then I go go over somewhere else around the guys and uh, they're over there like, oh, this guy's passing out Christian coins. I ain't no Christian. You I know, mean. I'm just like, oh, man, you know. So it's stuff like that. Like being around that, it's just, it's, it's kind of makes you feel like, oh, if, if I talk about it, it's going to be a problem or something, which is, you know, another issue. Um, but, uh, you know, I try to find different ways to open up that conversation with people just to, you know, like, like Bobby said, not force it on them, but introduce them to it um, mm. and show them, you know, a different understanding that, you know, if you may not believe in this but you know let's kind of let's talk about this for a little bit and let me introduce you to something if they want to know more you know i i invite them in and you know i talk more um but uh yeah I, i've had different different commands i've had different experiences with that i've definitely had uh you know one guy that i introduced to jesus and uh he you know it changed his life that was very rewarding and then i've had other people who you know i was like, i don't want to hear that you know but but uh yeah i definitely tried to um you know, I let everybody know. They know I'm a Christian. They know, you know, yeah. where I stand. Especially now, I'm doing the podcast, and uh, I just, you know, I open the door. And uh, if they want to talk about it, let's talk about it. And if not, you know, I guess I pray for you. You know, so yeah.
2: Well, yeah. And it's permission based, right? We don't need to yeah. force it on anybody. Oh yeah. If God loves mm-hmm. them, they can ask because they know.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. Yep. So I, so.
2: I just, this has been such a blast. I. won't, <laughs> I, Guys. What's one thing, what's a couple of things even that people who listen to this podcast can pray about for you? My goal is that all of us see ourselves as ministers, and so we need to be looking for ways, and I call ministry helping other people move one notch closer to Jesus. How can we be praying for you? Sounds like one of those things is praying that you can keep him front and center, right, in your oh, yeah. brain. And We all, I think, have struggled with that in whatever situation we're in. Mm -hmm. But what are some other things that we can be praying about for you? Just anything.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, for me personally, um, to not only open up doors for conversation, but to guide me in how to reach people and bring them closer to Christ. You know what I mean? So the opportunity, so, you know, presenting of the opportunity and for me to seize that opportunity and use it according, you know, the way to, glorify God and draw people closer to him you know
0: so
2: yeah what about you Bobby
0: uh for me it would uh, definitely be right now in the place that I am is family really uh the family to me is the foundation and I feel like being an entrepreneur and getting ready to transition out of the military and Trying to having three children and my children are not my biological children either. So it's a very interesting dynamic. So really a uh, wisdom and guidance and strength, you know, because as a, as a husband, as a father or and to an extent, a breadwinner, it, there's a lot of stresses that come with that. And sometimes uh, we we can let the, the flesh rise up, you know, you can get, uh, you can feel unappreciative, or you can get weary and well doing, and all these different things. So for, for personal, it would be definitely my family, as far as the outward ministry, and my business is concerned, is that, um, that my business be a extension of myself and my beliefs, because I, I don't want to give, I feel like all of the talents, the gifts, and the connections that have come my way have been intentionally given to me from from the Lord, you know, and I want to ensure that as I extend myself into business or as I extend that rod, you know, as Moses did, that it is truly an extension of the Father. So uh, that would be Mm -hmm. a great blessing to have prayers for so that I, that when people even do business with, with Pinstruck, that they feel something different. They feel a connection. They feel like they're in a place that is not the norm. And, and they want to know more. They, they want to say, what's so different about this place? And and then mm-hmm. us be able to say, we, we operate on certain values. We are an extension of this, that, and the third.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'm grateful to both of you men for being on here. And I'm excited for what's going on. Bobby, one of the things I thought about when you were talking, and for both of you, I want to encourage you. Um, as an older guy, one of the things that I've, like most about our faith is it's okay to screw up and our own mess ups are part of God's plan. I mean, he has my degree of error fact into factored into his plan. So I don't have to be perfect, but I'm grateful for you, men. I'm grateful for what you're doing in our world and the, and the, you know, the stand that you've taken and the choices that you're making to glorify God and make a difference in the world. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and I've never done this on a podcast before, but I want to pray for these guys right now. And so as you're listening to this podcast, I'm just going to pray for a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, thank you for these men. Thanks for what you're doing. I pray that you would answer these prayers and use these men to glorify you in our world. Thank you for their service and how everything seems to work for your glory, continue using us so that we would be a blessing to others. I pray for Bobby and for Shaquille. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Father. It's in your name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen, amen.
2: Thank you, men. And for those of you listening, thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow these guys online. Connect with these men and tell them about yourself. And let's build the kingdom by getting to know one another and Mm. glorifying God together. Thanks for being a follower of one and being a minister
1: in your marketplace.
2: Thank you, man.
1: Thank you you for having us for sure. Yes,
0: yes, it was an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Shaquille.
1: Yeah, man. (laughs) All right. Thanks.
2: Hey, you've been listening to the follower of one podcast. Follower One is an online community of people who intentionally follow Jesus every day, at work or wherever we are. Join us at community.followerofone.org. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it in your various social media channels. Thanks for listening.